0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Now we can talk about the Carson Wentz situation all we want. We can talk about what we think the opinion is of the players in the locker room, what the coaches might be thinking. But, I mean, it's nothing. It pales in comparison to someone who has lived it who was a player, who was part of that locker room conversation, who had the rapport with the coaching staff. Nice enough to join us this morning. Long-time center for your Philadelphia Eagles. Also, one-third of the Eagles post-game show here on WIP for several years, the one and only Jamal Jackson joins us. Jamal, what's up, man? Hey, man, how's it going, man? Are you in Russia somewhere? What what, what does that mean? What do you mean? What's the (laughs) matter? This morning. Oh, and I said, "Oh, you know what? Don't mind, don't mind. You know, you know that's oh, not very kidding, nice. I'm, I'm all messed up. You know, I'm used to working at nights in the mornings. My days are all messed up. Just ignore that part of it. Just Jamal, I got to talk. I got so many things I got to talk to you about. At some point, we're going to get into a little bit of television conversation because you've turned into a bit of a um, um, a highbrow MCU snob. But that's all right. We're going to get into all that. Oh, stuff. come on, man. <laughs> not snob, not snob." <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it, but no, I, Jamal. I gotta get your opinion. Um, as a, a longtime Philadelphia Eagle a player in the NFL, uh, we now hear the reports, uh, both national and local, that Carson Wentz is about to be traded. We're trying to figure out who it's going to be to, and what the um, what they will get potentially in return. Um, you hear all these rumors. Have heard all these rumors these last, I guess, month of Wentz being stubborn and and pampered. And uh, you know none of uh, of these reports have been refuted by anybody to this point. Are you surprised to hear any of that stuff?
2: Well, at this point, I'm not surprised to hear anything. You know, um, it it was kind of like a uh, uh, a tumultuous season, so to speak, for the quarterback. And you know, he got benched. Um, you know, a lot of things led up to you know this year uh, taking place, and. You know, at this point, I, I just think they're trying to um, develop a market for him because, obviously, all the reports out there and, you know, he's, he's changing his title on Instagram and social media and whatnot. So, um, it all, I mean, uh, you know, all the evidence seems to point in that direction. So, you know, um, from his perspective, I mean, I guess if you're hearing all this stuff about you and you, you know, you, you kind of know that something is going to take place, no – Why even say anything? You know, I mean, the the minor things that he has done says a lot. You know, with the whole not being vocal and not addressing certain situations that you know could have been reported here or there. So, you know, I think staying staying silent kind of like speaks volumes.
1: Right. Well, I'm always curious. I mean, you had to have a great relationship with your quarterback, and like I don't, I have no idea if there was one with, um, you know, the offensive lineman on the Eagles with Wentz, but as you're 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 seeing and hearing all this drama, I, just, I, I can't imagine what that's like. Did you ever experience that, um, maybe not with a quarterback, but with a teammate where you kind of had to – you guys were just chatting about it in the locker room and it kind of – and it created tension?
2: Well, no, not really. Um, like, today's NFL is a bit different, you know. Uh, social media is real prevalent, you know, and guys' branding, so to speak, that's that's a big part of the, of, of the game nowadays, so – you know, that leads to more exposure inside the locker rooms, you know, and things like that didn't really take place back when I played. I felt like I played 50 years ago, but, you know, that stuff like that just didn't take place, at least not in the locker room I was in.
1: Yeah. Well, did you ever experience I, – I, a lot of fans don't think it happens, but some guys are treated differently than others. I don't mean, like, some guys you can coach hard and some guys you have to be kind of soft on but whether you had a teammate or or not that um got preferential treatment at times
2: oh of course i mean that's just how the nfl is you know the guy that makes the most money 9 times out of 10 he's he's going to have the the longest lease so to speak so
1: yeah.
2: you know that's that's just how it is and i'm quite sure that's how it is in in every uh job opportunity you know the the head man gets like you know more
1: uh, i guess they they get more leeway yeah i mean uh, final question i have about the quarterback though uh jamal based on what you're watching and granted we're all on the outside looking in now but you can speak with a a, a different perspective do you is your when, when you're kind of adding it all up does everything scream to a uh, a pampered quarterback who isn't um who's fighting back against you know a team trying to get him back on track and being stubborn about it
2: I mean, as a former player, and you know, my quarterback being Donovan back when I played, um, you know, the media can, you know, they can draw up things here and there and get their sources or whatnot, but you know, without actually hearing from the player himself, I mean, you just got to kind of take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, you know that. Like that, that's just from a player's perspective, because you know, as a player, you want to always have your guys back, and regardless of what's said out in the media, you know the only thing that really matters is what's inside this locker room. So, you know, however they get their sources or however it comes up, you know, do I believe in them? I mean, that's what we're we're being fed. So I have no choice but to go with what I'm what I'm hearing. But as a, as a player, as a former player in that locker room, you know, I would just want to, like, hear his side of it.
1: Right, right. Jamal Jackson, nice enough to join us tonight. So, uh, Jamal, Nick Sirianni, the new Eagles head coach. I'm not sure if you watched or heard him speak. The two times that he did, he had that introductory press conference, and then he ended up joining Angelo here on WIP. Not everyone is good at public speaking, Jamal. If you're a player uh, on this Eagles team, and you're, I guess your introduction to him is that press conference. Uh, I mean, that's is that a good first impression?
2: I mean, <laughs> I mean if you want if you want a guy that you know, I don't know, utter some big words at you and make it seem like he understands football and knows football, but as a player, the press conference, eh, I don't really care about the press conference. I care more about the team meetings and the structure and, you know, how we're going to practice, how we're going to scheme, and, and how we're going to get better. Like, that's all I care about. I don't really care what you say in the press conference, although Big Red had uh, a way about going about press conferences, which is never throw any of the players under the bus mm. and keep everything close to the vest. So, I mean, as a rookie head coach, I he he was just as nervous
1: as any other rookie uh, head coach. So, uh,
2: yeah, people are going to get on him about that. But it's all about the result that he put out on the field.
1: What do you think about the staff that he's bringing in? If we're Because look, like, I'm looking at the ages of a lot of these guys. They're in their 30s. Some of them are in their 20s. There is no former head coach turned coordinator or this grizzled long-term coordinator that's been in the league forever. It's all these really young guys. Many are younger than the players are going to be coaching you think there's going to be some um, challenges with that?
2: I mean, there'll it'll probably be growing pains here and there, but I, I would tell you one of the most important things that they did do this off season was retaining Jeff Stoutman as the offensive line coach. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, that, that line, they were pretty banged up this, this past year, and, of course, with the COVID, guys shuffling in and out. But, you know, to have continuity in that area of the offense, you know, that's going to help them because – They'll be able to develop with those same, with the same kind of techniques, the same, same guidance with the offensive line coach being um, intact.
1: Right. Uh, how can I not discuss the position you know best? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Jason Kelsey has won a Super Bowl. He's been to, I think, four Pro Bowls. He sustained many injuries this past season, yet continued to play. Um, you know, Jamal. There came that point where you decided, all right, it's time. Uh, with Jason Kelsey, if you're him and you see what's to come with this Eagles franchise, at least the immediate future. Are the minimal rewards worth it to keep playing?
2: I mean, if, if I'm him, um, mean, he's won a Super Bowl. He's, you know, reached kind of like the like the highest of the highest plateau as being a center. You know, he's a great center. He'll, I'm quite sure if not, he, I mean, he's having a Hall of Fame career if he wants to, like, add to it, so... You know, for him, it, it'll be a decision based on him. I know he's a, a father now, and he, he's a family man. So, you know, sometimes, you know, getting up at 7 o'clock in the morning, you know, it, it hurt a lot different at, what, thirty-two, thirty-three, rather than 28, 29. So, you know, it'll be a decision for him to mold over this offseason. But, you know, as far as considering the new coaching change, new philosophies now, you know, we got to try to, like, build this thing from the ground up. If I had to guess, I think he'll be back just because, you know, you got Lane coming back, Brandon Brooks coming back. Right. Most of the offensive line are coming back intact, so I don't think he would want to leave those guys hanging.
1: Yeah. So now, Jamal, the real reason I had you on, we go back and forth. We've done it for years, talking about all kinds of uh, TVs and movies, and we are both big fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I'm always encouraging uh, listeners, anytime I get into just TV conversation, to you know try to enjoy it to jump in and then watch each movie you know in chronological order and I guarantee they'll get into it well the the newest um uh show by Marvel they've gone from movies to television is the show WandaVision which we've been just bantering back and forth about uh now you're like what it's five episodes in you've watched the first four episodes, I, I watched right? the first
2: four yes so far um i think it's an interesting you know play on sitcoms you know like they go through the uh the eras which is i think it was uh I Love Lucy was like it was episode 1 and yeah. then Bewitched Witch was episode 2 and uh The Brady Bunch was 3 it's it's right. crazy man like <laughs> their their storytelling is unlike any other i mean i'm not uh i'm not against DC but Marvel they they have a very they have a very
1: interesting storytelling class dude Jamal it's amazing how they they have found a way to cast perfectly to to uh their script writing is amazing and the way they intertwine all these movies and television now television shows it's unbelievable it's a cash cow it, it as long as they don't like skip a step they'll always pull us in
2: yeah but you know with the whole you know the pandemic and all man like is delaying these movies like Black Widow, which was supposed to what, that was supposed to release last, last May. Yeah. So you know, uh, the with the TV shows intertwining with the movies, I mean, they're, they're gonna come to a point where look, this stuff has to be released. So you know, that's my only gripe with it that they they're, they're pushing the movies back. You know, I understand it's it's a it's a you know it's a cash cow. It's, it's a billion dollar movie, but you know, at some point. You know, you're going to stall the entire process. Right. You know, just to like guess when, you know, things are going to be over with.
1: Now, uh, final question I have for you, Jamal. Just out of curiosity, when it comes to the, t- I think it's 23 Marvel movies now, what's your favorite?
2: My favorite your, Marvel movie. Oh, man. Um,
1: now, I mean, this, I, this is going to tell me a lot because you could go the spy thriller route or you could go the science fiction route. And that tells me, you know, what, what, you're, what you enjoy more.
2: Well, like favorite one? Do I have a favorite Marvel movie? Like and you
1: can't like Endgame and Infinity War? They're like to themselves because well, no. they're like these massive build-up movies. Yeah, it's too many. No, uh,
2: honestly, I I thoroughly enjoy, and I wish they would have expanded on the O the eight Hulk movie. Man, like oh. <laughs> I, I actually enjoyed that movie, like okay. just because it was a more darker Hulk than the. You know, Hulk smash that we're getting now. You know yeah. that Hulk was vicious, man. Like, I mean, aside from the acting and the storyline, just the CGI and that character, I thought he should have been in the MCU.
1: You know, that's a good point. Like, they they were never really went like he has. He obviously plays a, Thor, a part in Thor and uh, Thor Ragnarok, but the more of the backstory and more you know stories about just him. You're right. No. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, they
2: had to. Uh, I think they had to obtain the rights from Sony. Uh, to make a Hulk movie, so I guess it's, it's supposed to be in a development, and they also coming out with a She-Hulk series. Yeah, so.
1: yeah, it's supposed. To, and, and by the way, Mark Ruffalo is supposed to guest star in that. I don't know yeah, he's a cameo in that. Yeah. yeah.
2: So all right, man, we, we, we don't have a lot to talk about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jamal, thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, not a problem, John. All right, the great Jamal Jackson, former Eagles, longtime Eagles center. Uh, in fact, Jamal uh, led way to Jason Kelsey. So I mean it. Eagles have had a lot of success with centers over the years. I uh, had Many long-term um, great guys, by the way. I've met Jason many times, but uh, Jamal, we've all gotten to know Anthony and myself uh, very well over the years, working with, uh, with, uh, with us here at WIP. Great guy.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.